Hello, Tameside and the rest of the internet. I'm Xander Langwiston, and don't call it a comeback or whatever. I don't know. We've got a new name. This is no longer Xander's Movie Podcast. It's the same thing, but it's just got a different name. This is now the Fill Me In Podcast. Because we're going to fill you in on the movies that's going on. Get it? I get it. Thank thank you. Thank you. So, um, I've got a very special guest with me today. I've got a local uh, musician and a future filmmaker. I've got Mr. Alex Woods with me. How are you doing, Alex? Oh, you're too kind, Zander. You're too kind. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Hello. Lovely to be here. Good to right. be back, actually. Yeah, yeah, good to be back. This is your second appearance. Yeah, well, I've been here since the Avengers Bonanza. I still listen to that one. You know what? That that one might be my favourite episode. Oh, well, maybe this will be your second favourite episode and I'm just your good luck charm. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so, um, we'll, st- we'll start off with a bit of news because there's been a big corporate dispute this week. Um, it is between Universal yeah. and the theatre company AMC. Um, you haven't heard about this, have you? Uh, no, I've not. You mentioned it briefly before, but... So, more decent, please. So basically, because the cinemas are shut at the moment due to the lockdown, um, a, a Universal released their movie Trolls World Tour out on demand straight away for people to rent at home uh, so they don't have to wait for it to come out of the cinema, so they're still getting new movies. Seems like a great idea. Um, then this week, the head of Universal came out and said how much of a big, uh, big moneymaker this has been it's made over a hundred million dollars just in America uh, in its first three weeks of release, which is just under what the first one did, which is really good for a sequel. And um, they've said that this might be the future of uh, releasing movies. And AMC, the big theatre company, have said, yeah, no, we don't like that. So we're not going to play any of your movies ever again. They have said, effective immediately, they will no longer show any Universal movies, which... You've been serious. 100% serious. Oh my... Universal just got blacklisted in America. Well, that's the thing. I thought this was hilarious at first because, you know, because you know James Bond is universal, the Minions are universal, that's going to be a big moneymaker. Um, Jurassic World, the new one of those when that comes out. Fast and Furious, those are huge moneymakers. And... Fast and Furious, I'm sorry, but Fast and Furious was one of, like, it, in the, every year that Fast Five has come out, being, like, the biggest film of the year. Yeah. Or, like, one of, one of the most talked about, at least. You can't not release Fast and Furious in your cinemas if you're complaining about losing money. Exactly. And that's the thing. Uh, AMC have, are currently trying to uh, gather together $500 million to not go bankrupt. And... Also, I thought this was hilarious because it's like, you know, America now can't kind of won't see all the big movies. But then I realised that AMC owns Odeon in England. So that means oh, really? that Odeon won't show Universal movies either. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Which I... is so stupid. So in England, you if you want to go to an Odeon, you can't watch James Bond when that comes out in November. I mean... You personally is better than Odeon. 
I don't know. I have a long history with Odeon. I quite, I quite. Well, like I, I, I know you. You're, you're like an Odeon elite. I am, yeah. But, <laughs> uh, uh, I've, I've, I've just moved to Leeds from uh, the same area that Xander's from. For oh my reason. god! So have I. Yes, what, yes, what we are the odds? How amazing is the fact that the cinema is four pound fifty for any film? It's pretty great, to be fair. It's pretty I, great. I was, I was. I thought I went in like a special offer week, but no, every film, every film all the time is five pound. It's great. It's so good. <laughs> so I've never wanted to go to the cinema more. It's a shame that this year's films haven't been as great as last year's film. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But to be fair, all of this year's films are now being moved to next year. So, Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> so 2021 is going to be, a huge year. You're probably a lot more up on um, movie news than I am. Um, what are they doing with the like the new Marvel films that are coming out? And the, are they releasing them on Disney Plus? Or are no, they just... they've, ju- they've just pushed all the release dates back. So oh, now wow. uh, Black Widow is opening where Eternals was opening in November. Eternals is opening where... What was the next film after that? Um... I can't remember Shang Chi or something or Doctor Strange. Yeah, but they've all moved down a space, so yeah. we're not seeing well, Black Widow now until November. I can wait. I mean, I, we've already waited what eight years? Black Widow film? No, eleven years. Yeah, but it's just it's past it now, man. It's just past it. Just release it on Disney Plus. It's not going to change anything in the Marvel universe, is it? Let's be uh, honest. I, I agree with you. However, I also feel like you'd be doing Scarlett Johansson a great disservice if you didn't let her first solo film be released in theaters. What do you think? This is going to get a sequel. Do you think they're going to make a Black Widow too? Really hope they don't. <laughs> but but I, really, I, I I say that I really hope they don't. But I don't. That doesn't mean I want the film to be bad or anything. And I, it doesn't mean I think the film's going to be bad. Yeah. I don't actually think the film's going to be bad. I'm hoping that it's going to be really, really good. Oh, yeah, me too. But I really hope they don't make, like, sequel, because it's a prequel. Yeah. I hate when they're, like, ramming equal sequels where there's already, like, canon. Yeah. And it's just, like, now you've got so many more plot holes that you've made for yourself, and it's just... It just gets a lot, com- a lot more convoluted, and... Stresses me out to be honest. Like the Hobbit was pointless. Anyway, that's a completely different box of frogs. Here to talk about a different movie trilogy, aren't we? We are. Yes. Uh, The the news is done. That everything's been delayed. What what, what more do you want? Um, So we're gonna do something that I wanted to do for quite quite a few weeks. We are gonna discuss the Wolverine trilogy. Let's do this. Almost forgot. I want new ones. What do you want them to say? Wolverine. The reason I wanted to do this is quite humorous. Uh, me and my dad were flicking, uh, we're, on, we're watching telly, we're watching an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Great show. Yeah. Check it out. And... 
during the adverts, there was an advert for the Wolverine trilogy. They were showing all three films on film four, one night after the other. It was like, amazing, yes. Let's sit down each night, watch each of them, and then get together the next day and record an episode, me and my dad. And he was like, yeah, sure, why not? And then it turned out that that, um, the episode we were watching was a recording, and that that was four weeks ago. Ah. So... (laughs) So we, so I said, I still want to do it. I'm quite excited by it. And my dad just sort of lost interest over the days. So I, I said, he doesn't have to do it. And then you called me. And now we're doing the Wolverine trilogy. Yes, the Wolverine ain't trilogy. It, ain't it funny how life works? It is funny how life works. <laughs> it is very funny how life works. And funniest thing about the Wolverine trilogy, definitely the first film. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is the funniest <laughs> one, but not for the good reasons. Not for the right no, reasons. No, not at all. So, in two thousand nine, um, Fox decided that after X Men three, they would begin. They would do an X Men Origins uh, franchise. This was meant to be a franchise. They were going to do Magneto after this, and probably Cyclops and others. But they figured they'd start it off with with Wolverine because. Hugh Jackman was the biggest draw in those X-Men films. He was basically the main character in all of them. So why not give him an origin story? Great stuff. Makes sense. Wolverine's one of the most famous comic book characters in the world. Yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't want to see his origin story? It makes such great sense, doesn't it? Um, With such... And as you said, this came out in 2009. They have almost 50 years of, of characters... And stories to take from. So you'd have thought that Wolverine's origin would have been quite good. Yeah, you'd think, wouldn't you? Really would think. And most annoying, because when I was watching it, the most annoying thing I found by it was the story of it. (laughs) Like, when you break it down to its most basic points, the story of it is quite good. It's a very basic origin story, but for 2009, you didn't need to go, like, you didn't need to make it any more than basic. It was just... Yeah, exactly. By that point, all we'd had was Iron Man in the Marvel Universe and the Incredible Hulk. Um, X-Men was really the... X-Men was really the driving force behind the comic book movies at that point. And Spider-Man. Yeah, and... the, The film itself should have been good. There's just... Some... Decisions that were made along the way. <laughs> Awful. They're terrible. Let's uh, let's break this down then. Let's go through the plot. This is what I did for the Hellboy podcast. So if you enjoyed that one, this is going to be so much fun. Um, <laughs> so we start off in 1845 and young James Howlett, a boy living in Canada, witnesses his father being killed by the groundskeeper, Thomas Logan. Um, then he kills Thomas Logan and then with his dying breath, the groundskeeper says... I'm your father. And then he does a, no, goes full James Earl Jones on it and it's runs so away funny. with his brother, Victor Creed, Sabretooth. Ooh. Um, also, quick question. Sabretooth has, like, long fingernails. Yeah. And the same powers as Wolverine, but he's got long fingernails instead of claws. Would you rather have claws or fingernails? I'd definitely rather have claws. I think that's why no, we're no. evil. Yeah, I th- I'd definitely rather have the claw because, well, you know Lady Deathstrike. 
Yeah, she had long fingernails. She had long fingernails. They were really long fingernails. They, they were really like, long. They weren't like you had manicure, and then you've just like let yourself go a bit. Yeah. So it's still when we've got the shape. You could play snooker with those fingernails. You could play snooker with those fingernails. You could, pretend, you could do lots of things. You could have a kebab. <laughs> you could have five kebabs, in fact. In one hand. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I think that's why he went evil, because he just... He was really gutted that his brother got the really cool claws and he had just fingernails he just had to cut his fingernails a bit that's probably why he went evil anyway we then we then see them going through wars not being able to die and just they go through the both world wars the american civil war and the vietnam war this scene this montage with the opening credits is actually really good it's the only good bit of the film yeah in fact, no, no, I take that back. It's not the only good bit of the film. There, there are other bits. In fact, no, no, it's the only good bit of the film. <laughs> the rest of the bits I was thinking of are like, they're passable. Yeah. That montage is actually like, like the transitions between the scenes and how they go from, like, as, as showing the time progress. Yeah. I think that. Like, at one point, Wolverine gets hit with a cannonball in the Civil War, then looks up and he's he bla- gets blasted back and then suddenly he's in the First World War. That's that's a great transition. I know, I know. And that should have been, an, like, Origins Wolverine. That film. It have just that montage. That montage, and then just stretched it so it was two hours long. Yeah, that. 100%. 100%. Um, so know. then... Have the same style as that montage. <laughs> so then um, we we land in Vietnam, and Victor tries to make well not make love. He tries to to rape a woman, and people try and stop him, and he kills them. And so they both get killed by firing squad, but they don't die. So then Major William Stryker uh, approaches them in military custody and offers them a membership in Team X, a group of mutants including. Agent Zero, John Wraith, Fred Jukes, Chris Bradley, and Wade Wilson. We'll get back to him. Uh, they join the team for a few missions. This mission that they go on, the first mission that we see, the only mission that we see, is actually, it's not terrible. Oh, no, it's not. That's what I was going to say before. When I said the opening montage isn't the only good bit of the film... The other good bit of the film was when Ryan Reynolds is speaking. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds does a really great job in this. He's not in the right costume for Deadpool or Wade Wilson at this point. Um, I think this Agent Zero guy... This Agent Zero guy is way too like, oh, I hate everyone. It's just a big stereotype. He He was... All of them cookie-cutter characters. It was like, one of them's the quick-talking, smart person, one of them's a brute, one of them's a brute with a bit more of a heart, one yeah. of them's with guns, the other one's an idiot, gets a tattoo of a lady that he's met once. <laughs> and then, like there's a, then there's the Hobbit. 
So. Oh yeah! yeah. Oh yeah! <laughs> I'm from Lost. Yeah, yeah, the guy from Lost. Yeah. I, I, he's he has the most pointless power. In it, in it. <laughs> Why is he at this mission? He's just, he's just standing in the back, like, yeah, I'll just move this for you guys. There you go. The only reason that he was useful on that mission was because they got stuck in a lift. Yeah, basically. If he hadn't been there, it would have been like, would have been screwed. Why would they oh. take the lift anyway? Some of them can crawl up walls. Yeah. <laughs> the queen, right before they get in the lift. Yeah. Crawls up the wall. Like, I don't understand it, but anyway. Um, then they, like, then they do this mission, and then they're gonna kill loads of villagers because they're trying to find a rock. And he's like, oh... And Wolverine's like, no, don't kill them all. And then everyone else wants to kill them. And he stops them from killing everyone. And he, he leaves. That's that's it. That's the opening bit. And then Instead it cuts to... killing everyone after he's left. Yeah. They all just stand there. They all just stand there, yeah. And I like to think if that scene went on a few minutes longer, it'd be like, where the hell are we? I'm in the middle of a jungle. I can't... I have no idea where I am. Yeah, and he would have just, like, come back. Yeah. Hey guys, can I can I get on the can I get on the chopper with you guys? <laughs> Could you give me a lift somewhere, please? Yeah. Right step. Up. Then it's uh, six years later in 1979. It says on here, uh, Logan works as a logger in Canada, where he lives with his girlfriend Ka- Kayla Silverfox. What a name! It's almost <laughs> as if she's a comic book character. It is almost as if she's a comic book character. <laughs> she's so boring. I'm just gonna say this straight away. She's so boring. I was watching. I was watching. Okay, okay, okay. I should just point out that yes, I watched all of these three films yesterday. Yes, you did. I I binge watched them all. I've hadn't seen X Men Origins since I was probably in about year eight. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. And so, for anyone. I, that, I'm I'm in first year of university now, so that is a long time. It's like seven years. Um, yeah, something like that. And I had completely forgotten Wolverine scene. You know when she's she's giving yeah. him this awful story about the moon. Yeah. And some something to do with the moon. Yeah, it makes no sense. The only relevance it has to the movie is that one of the names in the story means Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And I was, I was watching it and I was like, oh, in X-Men Origins, Wolverine, you're telling me that the reason Wolverine calls himself Wolverine is because his girlfriend told him a story about a Wolverine. He has three claws. <laughs> Surely he would name himself after the, the animal, the wolverine, because he's known for his all behaviour and his claws. <laughs> a moon man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, moon man. <laughs> no, but it was the most convoluted unnecessary piece of exposition that didn't even expo- it didn't even explain anything. <laughs> just created more questions than it answered yeah um one of the one of the notes i've got here during that scene is 
Hugh Jackman really needs a haircut. His hair is so long in this movie. It's <laughs> super distracting. It, no, right. I, You've given him a bob. He's, he, he's got a Karen haircut. Ah, uh, right. I agree with you. However, at least it's not X-Men 2. Oh, what, with the really, like, with the valley in the middle? Yeah, because he, they, they, they did reshoots for it. Oh, did uh, they? X-Men 2, I think. I think this is right. And so, like, originally, it's all, like, hair's normal. Like, if you watch the film, there's, like, scenes where his hair looks normal. And then for some scenes, it's a wig. They're the ones where it's, it looks like he's wearing some sort of hair crown. <laughs> I know exactly which scene you mean. It's the opening scene where he's at Alkali Lake. Yes! And he's looking yeah, over and he's got that wallet. Yes! <laughs> exactly the one I was talking about. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um, so then Stryker and Zero approach Logan at his job, reporting that Wade and the Hobbit have been killed. Someone is targeting the team. Logan refuses to rejoin Stryker, but after finding Kayla's bloodied body in the woods, re- realizes that Victor is responsible. This is, this is exactly what happens. This, yeah, not really much to it. Um, he finds Victor at a local bar, but Logan loses the subsequent fight because the fight's really dumb. Um, I never understood that fight, right? Because I, when I was watching the film yesterday, that fight happened, and someone who I was watching it with asked me, like, "Oh, like what?" what's happening. I said, but oh, this fight is meant to show that Sabretooth is stronger than Wolverine. And then I was completely wrong. Yeah, story-wise, that would make sense. Yeah, it would make sense for it to, them to have a fight them to shoot, because you'd not, you'd not seen them fight before that point. No, you haven't. To have a fight in toe-to-toe and then have it be like Sabretooth is much stronger than Wolverine. Then later on, he's having a conversation with, uh, Sabretooth's having a conversation with Stryker. He's like, Stryker's like, oh, you're not stronger than Wolverine. Wolverine can take much more than you can. <laughs> it's like, he couldn't in the barn. Yeah. Before he got destroyed. <laughs> I, and they both have healing powers. Yeah. You don't know how one is stronger than the other. Exactly. Exactly, it's just a pointless fight. Yeah. It, oh, it makes no sense. So then, so then, um, afterward, Stryker explains that Victor has gone rogue and offers Logan a way to become strong enough to get his revenge. And uh, Logan becomes like Weapon X and gets the adamantium in, in him. And then he's like, he's, he's being filled with adamantium, a virtually indestructible metal. And then once it's over, Stryker says that his memory has to be erased and he hears it. And then this is probably the most iconic Wolverine moment. If you say to someone, Wolverine, this is probably the moment they think of when he's in that bathtub, basically. And he and he's butt naked. And he whips out his claws for the first time and just screams like, Ah! Oh, that... That is, like, peak Wolverine. Yeah. Moments where Wolf, where, the moments in this film when no one is speaking, great. 
Like, out of ten, <laughs> no sleeping moments. Yeah, if you could just if you could just all shut your mouths for a minute, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Rest of this film, you've seen the artist. Oh, it comes out in three years. <laughs> the artist be silent. Well, as well, this is the moment in the movie where I noticed that this movie is so loud. Like it's yeah. the it's the shoutiest movie you'll ever see. Because everyone's yeah. just yelling at each other. I was watching it with uh, I was watching it with my girlfriend yesterday, and she was she was going like, "Why does he keep on screaming? <laughs> Why is this man so angry for? Like, he doesn't need to be. He does it a lot. He does scream a lot. He does it a lot. I mean, have you have you you've seen that? Props to Jackman being like being able to be such a nice guy off camera and then turning into an absolute like. Rage Machine when he's Wolverine. Yeah. I should also just point out that Hugh Jackman is not the problem with this film at all. Oh, no, no. He, he's and doing the same he's... thing he's been doing in the other X-Men films, so he's yeah. completely fine. He's, he, what he's given to work with is great. The only one bit I find like ridiculously easy and unbelievable is when he walks away from the exploding helicopter. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. So then Logan, like, well, Wolverine at this point now, because he he says, "What name do you want on the dog tags?" He says, "Wolverine," because of the Moon Man, because of the Moon Man Wolverine. Moon Man. Moon Man. Stupid Moon Man. Um. Then he escapes and he keeps running naked until he gets to a farm. And jumps in some old couple's barn, and they're like, "Oh, wonder what's going on here." There seems to be a naked man in our barn, so they go and check him out straight away. As soon as you see these guys, you're like, "Oh yeah, these are red shirts. These guys are gonna die straight away." Yeah, they, they are. They would. Yeah, poor, poor guys. You see, you see another family later on in this series that are red shirts. As soon as you see them, you're like, "Oh yeah, they're gonna die. They're gonna die horribly." I was, I was, I was thinking exactly the same thing. <laughs> Uh, but back to this one back to this one for now uh, so then they're like the nicest people in the world they let him stay in the barn they give him clothes hey by the way did you ever wonder where Wolverine got his signature leather jacket from um I honestly Xander in the first three X-Men films that was the question that was plaguing my mind the entire time oh my never god was- me too so I'm so glad I'm so glad we got this moment to to tell the world where he got his jacket from. Yeah, someone just threw it to him. That guy just threw it to him. He just gave him the jacket. No, That's the whole scene. I, I might have missed this. Is there a bit of dialogue where they explain that their son is dead? No. Maybe? Right. I can't remember. I wasn't really listening. Because at one point the guy says, this was my son's jacket. Maybe, it's like maybe but, he's dead. I don't know. First of all, you haven't pointed out that he's dead, but now it just sounds like you in a way you, your son's jacket to a guy you've never met before. Yeah. If my dad gave away one of my jackets to a guy that they found in a shed naked, <laughs> I would be quite offended, especially if it was a leather jacket. A leather jacket? Those are expensive, man. Those are spare. expensive stuff. <laughs> um. Then. 
oh, also, before that scene, just before that scene, he's in the bathroom, and there's a bit of horseplay, because he pulls out his claws for the first time, he's looking at him like, wow, and he accidentally breaks the bathroom in half. Oh, how humorous. But unfortunately, the adorableness of that scene is undercut by the horrendous CGI claws. When did... When did the first X-Men... X-Men? Uh, 2000. 2000. And then, nine years later, nine years of technolo- technological advancements have happened. Yep. You make Wolverine's claws look like something out of, I don't know, Mummy Return. It's so <laughs> incredibly bad. They, they look horrendous. I swear they're bigger as well. I swear that they're longer claws than like he had in the older ones. Yeah, they, and they look them. They look longer. But yeah, it's just they look horrible. They look horrible. Um. So then, I, I was I was watching this with my flatmate and my girlfriend and my flatmate's girlfriend. My flatmate's girlfriend had actually been given a copy of this film but before all of the cgi had been yeah finished. yeah i remember this so like the the film got leaked with uh without special effects and lots yeah. of people torrented it online yeah 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 and so she was watching it like oh my gosh i remember this everything looks so much worse and i was like how is that possible? how <laughs> how how is oh, that possible <laughs> Well, the bad CGI in this scene does not stop because after the after the jacket scene, he throws in the jacket and then oh no, both of the people get shot. And right. it cuts away to this uh this zoomed out shot and it's trying to find Agent Zero and it cuts over this these hills and they look unrendered as hell. They look, look just unfinished. Oh, I don't even know what they were thinking. Like it looks like Oh, oh, I know exactly what it is, but I just can't think of the the production company. I think it's something like New Line Cinema, something like that. They have CGI like artistry thing going over the hills, and when I was watching it, it was like I was watching an unrendered logo, <laughs> ended with a sniper other than a logo. <laughs> and might I just add, it's a good job those people died. Because Logan would have had to pay a lot of damages to their bathroom. He broke their sink. Yeah, the shower, sink, the shower. Wall, radiator. Yeah, Ra- radiator as well. That was spewing stuff out. Yeah. That was like spewing gas. It never got mentioned. Nope. Yeah. Never, never mentioned how he intended to pay for that. And he was just like, sorry, I broke your bathroom. And they're like, ah, lol, jokes, whatever. It's chill. <laughs> jacket. Yeah, it's your jacket. <laughs> my dead son's jacket. Take this for breaking my bathroom. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, so then he... Cheers for that, Dad. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I'll find out in the edit. My dad's come downstairs and uh, just burped quite loudly. <laughs> well, I couldn't hear anything. Oh, right. It probably didn't get picked up. Don't do it again! <laughs> Hang up, bear with me. I'm, uh, this seems like a great moment to take a break because I need some water. Okay, good, 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 good,
Stop it, you vile creature. Um, I this go, film. go on. I hate this film. <laughs> just wanted to pull that out there. I hate this film. Yeah, I just despise it with every, like... Thing. The, the, the thing that makes me despise this film more is this was like... Um, I had a friend in primary school um, who was always like, oh, watch X-Men Origins Wolverine. It's like the best film I've ever seen. The what is wrong with them? Ever. And then I was in primary school and I watched this for the first time and I was like, yeah, this film's great. Oh, no. And then I watched it a few years later. And I was like, in year eight. I was like, you know what? He had an awful taste in films. <laughs> hey, it's okay. It's okay. I remember enjoying Spider-Man 3 as a kid. I remember liking The Amazing Spider-Man 2 when that came out. We all have our demons. Film my, first, my first introduction to the Marvel Cinematic Universe was, was Iron Man 2. Oh, no. And I still went back for more. Like somehow I still ended up enjoying it. <laughs> That's commitment, that is. Um, yeah, I remember out of that screening actually, my dad being like that, well that was a bad film. And I was like, well that was a good film. But I just didn't even realise. My uh, yeah. you know you know Sam? He's currently yeah. making his way through the Marvel universe and his mate told him to watch it chronologically for some reason. So he's watched Captain America the First Avenger, Captain Marvel, Iron Man One, Iron Man Two, and Thor One, and he's like why am I watching all these movies? There's been like two good ones so far. And I'm just t- telling him, stay until the Avengers and then you'll get hooked in, I promise. And he's, it, but he's still got the Incredible Hulk to watch as well. I just, I feel bad. I feel bad for anyone starting these you, movies. Sam told you about our documentary we're making. No. It hasn't. No. Because, we, well, we're on the same course, aren't we? So we've been, yeah. uh, we were just like, let's be in the same group. So we're making a documentary about a world champion whistler. <laughs> what is this real? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like a, a guy up the road from me in Saddleworth, Dave is a world champion whistler, and uh, just decided to make a documentary about this guy. Wow, cool. Yeah, yeah that's stuff that's going down during lockdown. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Wolverine. Not the Wolverine. X-Men Origins Wolverine. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Who took a break? Not us. What are you on about? Shut up. Oh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the old people die. There's that horrible shot of the landscape. And then um, that Agent Zero guy's shooting him. And he's like, oh no. I can't remember actually what happened here. I think, he, does he just get on the bike and chase after them? Because they try and fly away in a helicopter. Agent Zero shoots the two people in the barn and then radios in saying, I've got eyes on Wolverine, he's just murdered two people. I don't know, I think that's just because he wants to bring him in. But yeah, I know that's because he wants to bring him in, but is is the response to him saying that people go into the barn, or is it... Wolverine wouldn't know that he'd said that, so Wolverine would probably just... Oh, no, he does get on the bike! He's in the barn! Yeah, he gets on the bike. Yes! 
Yeah, and then, and then a chase scene happens and more cars appear and I got really confused. There's the great moment where Wolverine does a full 180 his claws in the ground. Yes. Yeah, he does that. I remember that. And There's then... There's the moment and he lights the floor on fire with his claws. Hang on. Before that, he he's on the bike... And he hits a car, I think, crashes, and then flies up in the air so high that he gets towards the helicopter and puts his claws through the helicopter spinny things. And the helicopter crashes, and then that's when he lights the lights the fuel with his claws. It blows up. He walks away, does the stereotypical, cool guys don't look at explosions, walk away. And it looks terrible. It does. It looks like it's looks like it's too close. That's the issue. In it, yeah. I was watching it. I was like, yeah, Wolverine should be flying away right now. Like I know it's said that he's heavy at one point. Yeah, it's, it's like he should be flying through the sky. <laughs> he's so close to an explosion. Um. Then Agent Zero, when he's dying, Agent Zero's like last line to him is like. Strange how innocent people seem to keep on dying around you. It's just like you killed them. Yeah, <laughs> you were literally the person who shot them. The sniper, like you weren't close by or anything. They didn't just get caught in the crossfire. That you was a like, fifty-four fort sh- Fortnite sniper shot. That was straight up snipe them. <laughs> But it just, I was just like, this guy is just such an awful man. In it, it's too, there's no redeemable quality of him. He's just a Yeah, he's just a <laughs> That's exactly what he is. Um, then, it's this, this I found really infuriating. So after the explosion, it cuts to a scene with Stryker talking about something. About, like, a weapon or something. Then, it cuts to... Wolverine driving on a motor on this motorbike somewhere else, even though the motorbike crashed. But anyway, he's driving on his motorbike. And then it cuts again to another conversation with Stryker. And maybe Sabretooth this time? But it's like, why was there that shot of Wolverine driving? That didn't lead to anything. It was just I think it was just to make sure that that the the the, the idiots who were watching who in fact no no, not the idiots who were watching. The idiots who were making this film knew that Wolverine didn't actually just teleport Las Vegas. Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> not in Las Vegas, New Orleans. He actually yeah. drove there. And then he ends up in a boxing gym uh, that's owned by William. Um, uh, we have the correct pronunciation, please. No, I refuse. Will I am. Will I am. William. I'm just going to call him William for the for the comedy effect. So William is like, yo, how's it going? Yeah, your brother's a real bad person. He's trying to kill us all. But I know someone who knows where he is or knows someone who knows where he is. Knows someone who knows someone who knows where he is. So then he finds that big, the big brooding guy that had the tattoo last time. And she's, and he's super fat. And it's funny, I guess. Right. I should, I would like to point something out here. Go I feel like often missed by watchers of this film. He is a character in the comics. Yeah. And when when Wolverine calls him Bob, 
And he goes, you just say, blah. That's so dumb. It's so dumb. I, I honestly watched that and was like, I was bought a Marvel encyclopedia, so I was like nerdy about what was in the comics. And this, this guy was like, I'm blob. And I was like, oh, the blob. Superhero, the blob. Man who is known for being able to make his weight go to any size, whether it be super skinny or super fat. However, this guy is just, just he just looks like depressed. He's just a fat guy. He's just a fat guy. <laughs> That's all he is. <laughs> What's your superpower, mate? I'm fat. <laughs> I ate too much Mackies. <laughs> you know I just say this is the worst fat suit I've ever seen. In it, in it, because he puts him. It looks like a cushion. <laughs> Being someone with a large belly, knowing that when you punch it, it ripples. It's not like a cushion. It's <laughs> you don't get absorbed into it. It's not memory foam, you know. <laughs> but. but- if, if I remember correctly, that is actually Blob's power in the in the comics that he can absorb um, certain amounts of force and then emit them back to the person. Oh right, it'd be great if the movie explained that. Yeah, I Good know. God. It's like, how am I meant to know this? Why is like all of the other people on that on that superhero team at the start like had a clear power? Like one of them couldn't miss. One of them had claws. One, well, two of them had healing abilities. One of them was like telekinetic, but only if you're a light bulb. And <laughs> what was that guy's power? He was just strong. He punched a tank, and it exploded. Remember? He punched a tank, and it exploded. <laughs> it was like right. Okay, it never it never said that he absorbed the power of it. It just said that his fist stopped a tank bullet. He's just strong, isn't it? He's just strong. <laughs> How was I supposed to know from just watching this film? This guy wasn't anything but just a fat guy who'd let himself go. Yeah. The breakup of his boy band. And then, so then him and Wolverine have a bit of a tussle. And Wolverine ends the fight by having his claws come out of the boxing glove. Which actually looks pretty cool. I kind of like that. Yeah, no. There's, there's, not everything about this film is terrible. <laughs> so then he's like, oh yeah, I know someone who was in this facility that Stryker owned, and he 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 lives in New Orleans, so let's go there. And he's called Remy LeBeau, and he kept c- stealing everyone's cards, cause he's, cause he's, so he's called Gambit. And it's, so it's Gambit, we're going finding Gambit now, because we've got to ruin some more characters. And, yes. and so, just, just, to, just to count now. We've got. We haven't even got to like the end of this film yet. Oh my no, god! We're, we're still in the second act of this movie. Uh, the, the. Oh my gosh! The. Well, they tried to put. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go forward with the, in this film as well. They tried to put Wolverine, um, Abertooth, Cyclops, Ambit, Blob, Deadpool. Um, striker, striker, that girl that turns into diamonds. Uh, Jenny Frost, Rebecca yeah. Frost. 
I can't remember what she's called, but I keep on wanting to call her Emma Frost, but that's DC. Um, it's Emma. It, wait, what's she called? X Men, shiny lady. X Men First Class. Is it Emma Frost? Um, I typed in shiny lady, and it came up with Cyclops. Um, <laughs> Diamond Woman. Emma Frost. It is Emma Frost. Yeah. But yeah, they tried to put her in it. That's what her sister. I'm pretty sure Toad's got a like a um a little cameo at one point. Probably. Like this film is called X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah. Why are there so many other characters in it? <laughs> I understand that in a film you've got to have characters because obviously without film, a lot of characters in. It. Well, it can be done. Has been done, <laughs> but not a major not action blockbuster. You don't need to make every single character like someone who's like, "Oh my god, I remember them from the comics." Oh my have, god, they're in the first movie. Ooh, have people uh, independent? It builds the world more than having people. Because if you connect all of these people, all you're doing is altering the amount of space. Between these characters in the world that they're meant to exist in, have a lot of characters. Not just, oh, I don't. <laughs> so we go to New Orleans to find Remy LeBeau Gambit, who's yes. played by Hollywood's own Taylor Kitsch. Do you remember when Taylor Kitsch was trying to be a thing, and he did this movie in Battleship, and then no one heard from him ever again? Um, you no. Know. No, me neither. No one else does. I, I don't remember that, actually. I'm not going to lie. Um, w- William joins Wolverine on his quest to find Gambit. And then Ga- and then Wolverine goes inside this casino to find Gambit. And William stays... William, sorry. Sorry, mispronunciation there. William stays outside. And this bit really infuriates me. Because William dies in this scene because he fights Sabretooth. Why is Sabretooth there? Um, is there. You don't know! Because nobody knows! I think Sabretooth there because... Wanted to, maybe he was going to the Day of the Dead Fest. No, because you know. he was he was on the island just a minute ago in the when he was talking to Stryker, and now he's there, and in the next scene he's going to be back on the island. So he's he's there just to kill William because we've got too many characters and we need Wolverine on his own, basically, with Gambit. And then him and Gambit have a bit of a tussle. And Gam- and Wolverine and Sabretooth are outside. William's dead. He's gone. Sabretooth's outside. Wolverine's outside. They're about to face off. And then Gambit comes out after he's been imprisoned by Sabretooth and is like, hey, no, you're not getting away from me, mate. And tries to attack Wolverine so Sabretooth can get away. He's like, what are you doing? What? Why oh, is this I, happening? I was watching that film, that, that bit yesterday, and I watched it twice because I had to go back and see how it, how, how Gambit came in. Because I, I, was, I was watching it, I looked away, and then I looked back, and it had gone from Wolverine about to kill Sabretooth to Gambit, like, smacking the shit out of Wolverine. Yeah. How, like, what what just happened there? What have I missed? So I went back. All I missed 
Gambit helicoptering in with a stick. Yeah. That's it. That's the only thing that connected those two moments. And then we're ready for some more bad CGI, right? So Gambit jumps upon a fire escape and climbs up it and's like, hi, you can't get me, Wolvie. And so then Wolverine breaks apart the fire escape and then as it falls to him, he starts shredding it with his claws. Mm-hmm. And it just... I can't describe what happens better than that because there's no other way to describe it. But do, do you want to know what I was wondering? Go on. How could Gambit helicopter in from seemingly nowhere not escape from that? I don't know. I honestly don't know. He was definitely stood still for a rather a long amount of time. He like, was that's stood still not, for rather a long amount of time. In a fight scene, that's not what you usually do. Unless it's like A New Hope, Obi-Wan Kenobi versus Darth Vader. Yeah. No standing is allowed to be done in fight. No standing. Even then, he dies from standing still. Um. Then... So then him, he gets Gambit after this shocking fire escape CGI. He's like, oh, you're going to take me to the island? He's like, oh, okay, lol. And then he takes him to the island. He drops him by, via helicopter. And he, he jumps he jumps out of the helicopter, lands in the sea, and just, like, like hits it like a brick wall and just flips over. You can see it in the, in the background, and it looks stupid. It looks so dumb. I'd have to go back and rewatch that bit. I mean, I mean, it's, it's just, it's just fire escape. I kind of was just like, oh, it's like oh. if if in a video game you hit the floor and you bounce and like carry on down the road. It was like that, but on the sea. <laughs> <laughs> so not not a gracious landing at all. Not very good. No. Wait, um, so he himself like a stone? Yeah, basically. Amazing. So then, the next scene is... Um, wait, I need to find out where I am. Um, scene on the island, isn't it? Yeah. Agreeing to help release mutants that Striker was captured, Gambit takes Logan to Striker's facility on Three Mile Island. By the way, they keep calling it an island, even though the police turn up at the end. I went... Right. This really confused me. Yeah. Because... Because when they, they they were talking about the island as if it was something like raft, yeah, from Marvel, like it's, it's something way out in the middle of the ocean where no one knows where it is, and like it's this secret island. But then the end bit happens; they zoom out from the top, and it's like, okay, so they were in the middle of a city, yeah. Basically. And at the, the end as well, she tells Stryker to walk. And so he and he just keeps on walking. Oh, by the way, she's got powers. She can manipulate people and tell them what tell them what to do. And he tell she grabs him and tells him to keep walking. And, and there's a post credit scene where he's just seen walking still. Yeah, uh, yeah, and his shoes are all beaten up. Yeah, and it's like he's not wet, so he's not walked through an ocean, he's just walked. Normally yeah. on land. <laughs> so this island is not an island. And I'd play that the that end credit scene's a reshoot because the guy had put on like a bit of weight, it, like from the film. Oh, so I that, and I was like, 
surely if you'd been walking for all of this time with no food, <laughs> you'd have lost a tiny bit of weight. <laughs> a teeny weeny bit, maybe. This guy was just there with like a nice bit of chin. And I was like, beautiful. <laughs> so then Wolverine finds out that, oh no, his girlfriend wasn't dead. And didn't understand what happened here. She was like sent to manipulate him and get him to become Weapon X or something. It's so overly complicated. I had no idea why she was alive. So then. What she was being used for. Yeah. We're like, oh yeah, we're using all of these mutants to steal their powers so that we can put it into Weapon X whatever then never like why was she kept a, well, why why is she there doesn't make like it, uh, unless I just missed a key bit of dialogue or something no I, I uh, to be fair I think if you missed it I missed it as well because I sort of tuned out of this scene um, I completely have no idea why she is kept around I what her motivation is for being on the villain's side. Uh, I think her, her sister. Her sister's been ca- kidnapped, hasn't she? That's it. Her sister. Yeah, no. I can remember it now. Sorry. Yeah. So then then Logan and Wo- Sabretooth have a bit of a tussle. And then I can't remember how that ends. Then hit. Then Wolverine and uh, helps out his ex-girlfriend to get all the mutants out. And he does that runny thing with his claws and opens all the cages. And then Weapon 11 turns up. And that's Deadpool. And, um... Is it... Yeah. Is it, it, though? Is it Deadpool? Is it really? Well, it's Weapon 11, but it's Wade Wilson. They really, royally... ...fucked it up. That's what they did. They royally ...fucked it up. They really ...fucked it up. They... I would love would love to speak to the person who was behind this film. Well, they said to... I remember seeing Ryan Reynolds in an interview and he said... He read the script and saw what they were going to do and he said, listen, you can't do this. Everyone will hate it. And they said, well, this is how it's going to go. You can either do this and get paid or not do it and not get paid. So it's your choice. We're just going to do it either way. And so he then he did it. But, like, he's he's... He's got no shirt on. He's got a six pack. He's bald. He's got, he's got like samurai swords in his arms instead of bone instead of claws. Um, a longer than his, arms. longer than his forearms. <laughs> you walking around like a Lego man. Yeah. Hey, what's that about? Um, and he's got laser eyes. It turns out, and his eyes do the black thing with the. Like the rhombus on his eyes, like Daniel's <laughs> eyes are like. So it's just a big yeah. middle finger. It's a big middle finger to everyone. I, I, I like the the only thing I can think of that that they were trying to do set it up so they could use the actual Deadpool in a sequel. Because the there's the end credit scene of Striker, then there's the very end credit scene which is Deadpool's decapitated head. Yeah. And his mouth opens. Yeah, his mouth is his mouth being slit open. And he oh. and he shushes the camera, doesn't he? 
So I was like, right, okay, so he's breaking he's breaking the fourth wall like Deadpool does. He, yeah. He has had his mouth open again. He's had gone from being this person who was able to speak a lot, being someone who can't speak, now being able to speak again after a load of shit has happened to his body. <laughs> Maybe what they were trying to do is have Deadpool be this person under the mask, and that's how he became the grotesque per- Deadpool. Yeah. So they could then use mask Deadpool in the next films. Maybe that was the idea, but we'll never know. Why did he have laser eyes? Because uh, he had Cyclops. They had Cyclops. Yeah. Deadpool, though, it's so <laughs> wrong. It, he's sick and wrong. So then Wolverine tries to fight him and obviously isn't doing very well. So Sabretooth comes in and is like, you're my brother. we got to help each other. Girl, brotherly love or whatever. Yes. And then they fight him on top of a cooling tower. And they're they're fighting back to back like buddies, and then Wolverine gets shot with like the laser eyes, and his claws go all like melty, like the red. Yeah. And then he yeah. and then he cuts Deadpool's head off, and the tower collapses, and that's the end of Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently so. That's how Deadpool dies. But then, as Wolverine is escaping with his girlfriend, she gets. Or she's mortally wounded, leading the captive mutants to Charles Xavier. Oh yeah, Charles Xavier's in this as well. Yes, Charles Xavier is in this. I didn't say this before when I was listing all of the different mutants because I wanted to talk about it now. Go for it. CGI, man! (laughs) It's so horrible. It's creepy to look at. He's got no lines on his face. Oh, were they... Thinking. He's so smooth. <laughs> it's just it's Patrick Stewart, bald Patrick Stewart with no looked, lines on his face. <laughs> look worse than the CGI they did for Last Stand. No, I th- it's equal. They are both bad in their own rights. No, I I agree that the Last Stand is bad. The Last Stand is bad, but they somehow made it worse for this film. <laughs> I oh, and his awfully blue eyes. He's got such blue eyes. And and the great line, can hear your thoughts. And then, like, and I can hear yours. I'm just like, you wasted half a year on this, this, like, terrible dialogue. It's like, why do you need to, to provide this exposition that Charles Xavier can read his thoughts? It's Charles Xavier, man. Everyone knows this. It's it's just it's shocking. Is what it is. It's shocking that they did this. It's like it's like you've watched the film, mess up Deadpool's claw. Not Deadpool. Wolverine's claws. They mess up Deadpool. They do awful, awful things with CGI. And for the final, final kick in the balls, <laughs> we're all over. I've got this thing. It's meant to be a person. Oh, oh, I hate it. I hate it. So, from here, she's gonna die. The woman, the the girlfriend, the the Moon Men woman. She's gonna die, and then Wolverine gets shot in the head, 
by an adamantium bullet, which is going to not kill him, it's going to erase his memories, because of course the f*** it is. Yeah. I don't understand the logic behind this at all. It's so uh, No, I also don't understand how it... They use it again. They use an adamantium bullet again. In Logan, and it does, and it blows the f*** out of his head. It, absolutely, it destroys a quarter of his head, like... yeah. It looks like Pac-Man with his mouth open. Like, <laughs> doesn't erase his f-ing memory. Like, it erases his head. <laughs> he erases his head. Yeah. <laughs> so then, like, he he wakes up. She grabs strikers as walk away, keep walking, even when your feet bleed, keep walking. And so he's like, oh, "Okay, I'll do that." These aren't the droids you're looking for. Um, then she, then he, he walks off. He wakes up. He gambits like, "Yo, how's it going?" He's like, "Who are you? What are yeah. you doing here?" Yeah. So it's in it, yeah. And he's like, "I'm your, I'm your friend, bro." He's like, "What? No, you're. Arr, I'm so angry." Arr. And so he yeah. walks away, and the film ends. The film ends there. The film ends there. And I'd like to add that Echo is given the um, command don't stop walking or anything. Yeah. In the, in the credit scene, as soon as uh, the army guys come up behind him and say his name, he just stops walking and turns around. Oh. Around, okay, stop walking unless it's the military <laughs> unless you're gonna get shot don't stop walking yeah. I mean just that that like that, like siren thing the American police officer is just that ingrained into people's head yeah oh. any, any sort of sound like that they're just like mm, gotta stop <laughs> so does he stop at red lights does he is he walking across the roads only up when the green man's there I mean, like we said, to get off the island that dry, he must have been walking in a directly perfect line to the bridge off the island. <laughs> he would have already gone past all of the police cars that had been walking, that had been coming in that way. He would have, yeah. So, you know, anyway, right. continuity. that's been great the entire way through, so why would it be any different here? <laughs> Sucker. No. Yeah. Um right, what out of ten, what do you give this? A, a, a one out of ten. I'd no, no. yeah, two. I give it two out of ten. I'm I'm between a two and a three. I'll 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 go three because it is kind of fun to watch to make fun um, of. Yeah, no, I enjoy watching it. I just hate it. <laughs> Um, is there are there any more notes you made about this that you want to say? Oh, um, I'd say Will I Am is actually not terrible in this movie. No, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's not like Rihanna in Battleship. No, it is not. No, it is. He's, he's all right, and it's not. He's not mega distracting. No, it's not mega distracting that he is Will I Am because I don't think Will I Am's that relevant anymore. 
No, I mean, probably in 2009, people were like, holy c**t, it's that guy from the Black Eyed Peas. Oh my the, god. The cult, the cult, the cult, and today. The pop culture reference today in 2009. It's like, it's like, like when Harry Styles was in Dunkirk. Yeah. To be fair, Harry Styles is still pretty relevant. Exactly, but that's what I mean. Harry St- like the reason we're so like, wow, Harry Styles is actually a good actor because he's still relevant. He's really good in that movie, by the way. Oh, yeah, you know he's great in that movie. I also would like to add, if for whatever reason, Will I am is what is listening. Oh yeah, of course, we do have lots of listeners worldwide. Yeah, yeah, obviously, Will I am being one of them. Um, uh, yeah, I'd like to apologise. On behalf of Xander for saying such mean things about you, I personally think that you're a great actor and have always been relevant to this day. (laughs) you, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right, let's move on to The Wolverine. What kind of monster are you? The Wolverine. The Wolverine. Extended edition. The extended edition. So there's two versions of this movie, if you don't know. There's the version that's normal, that you get on DVD and on normal Blu-ray. But there is the extended version, which on physical media, you can only get on the Blu-ray 3D release. What? Really? Yeah, yeah. That's the only way you can get it on uh, on Blu-ray, is with, when you buy the 3D version. And it adds an extra 12 minutes of footage and alters scenes and stuff like that. And I think it's much better for it. The extended edition, you think it's much better? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. What, have, have, you seen, have you seen the film before this? I haven't seen the theatrical. I've only watched it yesterday. Oh, wow, this, this is the only... Wow, okay. Yeah, so this is, this is like fresh in my mind. Well, basically, we said earlier that this was kind of shot to be R-rated. It feels R-rated. And yeah. that's because this unrated version, it's it, like they add extra blood, they add extra swears, and all that good stuff. And they yeah. add uh, a scene with a snowplow later, or a wood chipper, which is the most insane thing I've ever seen in a movie, potentially. Oh, what scene is that? Um, in the snow when he's uh, got his powers back at the end and the woman with the red hair comes in with a snowplow oh, and a wood yep. chipper yes. and like yes. th- there's like blood spewing out everywhere it's like what is this movie now what has this become uh, what, it, it, it went full from Dust Till Dawn on us 100% 100% so um, let's just do the Wolverine then um so first off, the action's really good in this movie. Action's great in this movie. I, action's the sound out. You can't you can't talk about this film without talking about the bullet train. Yeah, yeah, that that's probably another really iconic Wolverine moment when he's yeah. on the train and he turns around and he leaps at that guy. Yeah, when he's like when he pulls his claws out of the train and he just it's almost like he stays in the same position because yeah. he's Crane's going, it, he's moving forward that much. Yeah. I just think that entire fight scene, I love fight scenes on trains. Well, that, that oh. fight scene doesn't, it starts at the funeral and does not yeah. end until they get off the train. Oh, it does not. That, that is a long scene. I, I, I actually wasn't sure. I was trying to figure out what was the, what 
couple scenes where that I didn't, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. Um, and I thought that maybe that fight scene had been extended. I, th- um, I think it got extended a little bit. It's mostly like they added blood to the yeah. hits. That, like that fight scene, because it's Yakuza. That's what that, it was. That fight scene that made me think like this film is made to be R-rated. Like this, it's the same director that does Logan. Yeah, and you can see in Logan, he's kind of like like as soon as it starts. I, we, I'm not talking about it now, but as soon as Logan starts, you it's like straight violent. Then with this one, it's like you could see him, like you could see, like imagine in the script, it's probably exactly what, like if you were reading it, you'd imagine it with all of this blood and all of this violence, like all of this more anger and because uh, that Logan feels after going through like horrible thing because the entire film is having flashbacks to Jean Grey and. Yeah, really works with like a PTSD film. Yeah, and it's like this film was just so wanted to be R-rated. Yeah, it did. It really did, and that's one of the big shames of the the uh, this film because it it could have been a Logan level. Like I think the the stories oh like it's interesting, but I don't think it's great. The final battle is the weakest point of the movie. But Agree. Like every People forget about this movie that it exists and to everyone it's like, yeah, that was okay. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it's good. But it's no one's favourite. It's no one's least favourite. It's just so meh. And it yeah. could have been so much more. It could have been on that Logan level if I think if it was R-rated or a rated 15 over here, then I think, uh, I think it would have been a little bit better. Yeah, I, I don't think it would just be better because... Like, like seeing violence and yeah. or I like seeing blood I think it would be better because when you have barriers in place they don't un- they don't just hinder the one thing you're trying to the one the one thing that they put in place to stop like making it R rated to stop violence and and blood and language it it doesn't only those things it blocks the themes that come with them yeah like with Logan when you're watching it it's like oh this isn't a superhero film this is a character film that's because of the R rated like yeah. it's so it goes it, it's, a, it's allowed to go much deeper yeah I feel this film would have would have like moment with the bear the star yeah I think that's that was great. It was like, right, this is Wolverine at his most animal. Uh, this is feral Wolverine. He's he's in nature. He's that good and that animalistic that a grizzly bear is respecting him. Yeah, he's like, yo, bro, how's it going? Uh, the grizzly bear's just like, look. And Logan's like, and then when the grizzly bear gets wrecked, Iran gets killed. Logan goes and fucks up the guys that did that. Yeah, and I just think that that was that respect and that animalistic feel Logan has in those fight scenes. Because it's like when you're watching Logan's fight scenes, you're like, "Oh my god, this is a feral animal killing me." This is a man. This is an animal. Yeah. 
in, in the Wolverine, they play with the idea of it, but because they can't go and show Wolverine being feral, They just they just don't have the ability to show it the no, way they don't. Yeah. And because of that, I just think the film takes a hit for it. Yeah, hundred percent. Um I would go through the whole movie, but it's like there's not much really to say, is there? Oh I like, thought that. I thought the story was very much lacking. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like I feel that because the story they had to they had so much more filler because they couldn't do the things that they wanted to do. So yeah. they had to come up with other things to put in instead. Like it was the, like the the love interest. I think the love story with him and Mariko I think feels super forced. I do not understand why he's got a love interest when he's getting over a woman. In it, yeah, like- it makes no sense. Like was, you've, got, you've got to pick a plot. Like yeah. You're going to have the love interest, or you're going to have him getting over the love interest. Yeah, you can't. You can't have your cake and eat it. Yeah. I mean, I'd understand like if it was if it was in a more mature movie, like an R-rated movie. It, you could say like, oh yeah, it's just there's so much like there's so much stress inside them that they just you know they just do it once, they have sex once, and then it's it's done. It's just one of those animal things, like Logan is an animal. So it's one of those animal things. Um, but it's not, because then, like, he's trying to, then she becomes the damsel in distress, and he kisses her at the end as well, and she's like, stay with me, I, you know, I love you and all this. It's like, if if they'd played that scene a little bit differently, then I think, you know, maybe it, it would have looked a little better. I, 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 when I was watching it, I was like, this feels forced. Like this yeah. this love this love feels forced. But then I was kind of I was coming up with maybe like reasons of maybe why the film put it in. And one of the things that I did come up with was the same as you. Like uh, two characters who are going through a lot. Um, in a moment of weakness, they just succumb to their feelings and they just like they spend a night. Bang it out. Yeah, <laughs> bang it out. Then like, I'd like there's there's no love that can, that that should have that should come from that. I don't think. Like, I think it should just be Logan is troubled. He meets girl who is also troubled. They like use each other as stress balls. <laughs> come on, man! Can we say stress balls when we're talking about having sex? Stress balls. No. Um, God, I hope yeah. she don't squeeze them. Oh no! no! Oh no! No! <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, like, yeah, the 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 fight trip, the fight on the train is really good. Um. The all the action is really good. Let's break down the last scene then. Um. Also, another iconic scene from this. Would probably be where that guy stabs him, you know the dad, Mariko's dad, who's like kind of just a big douche. Yeah, he is. He he stabs Wolverine right through the chest and says, "What are you?" And he says, "The Wolverine." It's like, and then he <laughs> the claws through his neck. Yes, I. That, that's I, a pretty great moment. I loved uh, that 
claw through the neck bit was there. Yeah. I was like, yo. <laughs> He's been trying this entire film. And there it is. And there it is, man. That was, that was, that was good. That was good. Um, then he goes to find Mariko because she's been kidnapped by the Viper. I hated her character. <laughs> as as I, I, I'm rather blunt about films that I see recently because I, I just think it's better to be because then when you have conversations with people, they just you with more arguments. Yeah. I hate her character. Like, I don't understand why. Why I couldn't have just been Wolverine v the accuser. That would have been so much cooler to watch. Well, she's she's like she gets hired by the the guy who the grandfather who he was sent there to say goodbye to because he saved him yeah. as he as yeah, in I the war, that. and she was hired by him to steal Wolverine's powers, give them to him so he can live forever, and Wolverine can die because Wolverine has always wanted to live a normal life and die normally. And he's given him that opportunity, but through doing that, he's like being an evil man. Yeah. Whatever. I, don't, I it was. It was another thing with like, it's just like, why are you putting a superhero in? And you could put in, like, you could have just done it with something else. But I guess, like, it, it is a superhero film, so you are gonna have have more superheroes in. But is it yeah. like? Or super villains, in fact. But that, the Silver Samurai, yeah, is a big comic villain. He is, sure. yeah. He's he's just a big robot. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I didn't understand why they needed to have like a, a, like secondary, a secondary villain. Secondary villain. What? A, was... And there's like a third villain, a third tier villain. That's the dad. No, but that was the thing. I, I I liked watching him as the villain more than I enjoyed watching her as the villain. Like when she was on screen, I was like, "Well, yeah," because he he feels connected to the story. And I was like, "I'm sure you, there must have been a way where you could have like made it so that that he got his um different. He got the ability to like in the healing away from Logan and give it to um grandfather." Yeah. I'm sure you can find a way to do that without Viper. Is Viper right? I think I, I think she's got Viper. In in this, she's called just called Doctor Green, but I'm sure in the comics she's called the Viper. Uh, probably is. Yeah, Doctor Viper. So- we'll call her Doctor Viper. Yeah, Doctor Viper. Um. Yeah. Then the Silver Samurai is revealed to be the old guy in a suit. What? Crazy. And he cuts off Wolverine's claws and sucks all the adamantium out of him. And then he's got bone claws back and he throws him out of this tall building and says, you wanted me to say goodbye? Sayonara! And throws him out the window. I'm like, yes! Go on, Uh, son. (laughs) That is great. (laughs) That that is great. That was good. That was a good death scene. Yeah. Before it, it was a bit naff. Well, she like his his granddaughter like finds Wolverine's claws on the floor and throws one at his head, and it like no. sticks in the back of his head. No, like I was like that is savage. That's like cutting off someone. That was like slapping someone with a hand that you found on the floor. <laughs> like, 
Um, and then, like, he he gets... So he's got bone claws now. By the way, this is retconned in the very next movie in X-Men Days of Future Past, where in that, he just has metal claws. In the future. Right, okay, okay, okay. Oh, I didn't... I didn't just, like, get it wrong. Because I, I was watching this and I was like, I'm sure, I'm sure... I'm sh- I'm sure he has Metal Claws at the start of Days of Future Past. He does. I do not have enough time to check. He does. Like, he does. And it's not like they grew back. The Adamantium didn't grow back. It's not like, oh, maybe he didn't get it all out of him. Because he walks through the metal de- detector in the post credit scene, and there's not a beep. And he's like, oh, wow, that's cool. I can walk through metal detectors again. 